teach you guys this week a little bit about the tarot because there are some basic things if you are reading it you really should know so I'm going to let you know a little bit about the history and all that bajaz first and then you know simple things like what makes up a tarot deck blah 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 so um obviously we don't have exact proof because some people believe that um it came from Egypt and other places, but the tarot was created in card form anyways in 1375 in Europe using regular playing cards. That's right, darlings. You can read tarot, lots of regular playing cards. Um, but there were stone carvings in Egypt, so it looked like there were like divination type symbols on them, but technically we're talking about the actual card so the first written report was actually in a letter from the Duke of Milan asking for several decks of the Triumph cards. So Triumph cards consisted of four suits and one to ten court cards and 22 symbolic picture cards. So when it spread across Europe in 1530, it was named Tarocci. It was Italian for the French word tarot, and it became a divination system as it reached France and England in 1781. So, what do we consider a tarot deck nowadays? It has 78 cards, 22 major arcana, 0 to 21, 16 royal cards, and 40 pip cards. My cat is ripping the shit out of the couch. So, you'll see some decks that have more or less. Those are technically considered oracle, like tarot oracle cards, because they're not fitting the standard. Um... There's a lot of cool symbolism when it comes to the tarot, which you can use, like, colors and number symbolism. Uh, for some of the colors, white, when you see a lot of white on the card, it means peace and cleansing and innocence. The black tends to mean force, dignity, stability, and uh, formality. Red is passion, action, pleasure, sex, love, and anger. Blue is imagination, inspiration, and expansiveness. When you see indigo, it means emotions, strength, fluidity, persuasiveness, and expression. When you see violet, spirituality, communion, devotion, and peace. Yellow usually represents the sun, creativity, intellect, and positivity. Orange is aspirations, um, being social, and represents harmony. 
Green is about nature, obviously, adventure, growth, and youth. The gray is neutral. It can be mysterious, uncertainty. Um, and brown is usually earth, solid, stable, and nurturing. Now, when you see the numbers, zero to ten, they do have special meaning for each of them. So zero represents potential. When you see the number one on a card, it can mean birth, a new life, inspiration, creation, a spark, a new beginning. The twos represent balance or a choice, relationship. Three is partnership and family. Four represents logic, stability, order and foundation. Five is instability, conflict, tension, uncertainty and disruption. Six is communication, fairness, harmony, and sharing. Seven is reflection and re-examining. Nine is drive, action, movement. Or sorry, eight. Nine is culmination, the beginning of the end, attainment. And ten is completion. One door closes and another opens. And lastly, as my cat sings the song of his people... We have the four elements, and there are three astrological signs that fit under each element, earth, air, fire, water, which makes up all 12 signs of the zodiac. They are not placed there by accident. There is a reason why they fit under each one. So let's go through it, shall we? So the earth signs are the pentacles, okay? And that represents Capricorn, Taurus, and Virgo. So pentacles are all about physicality, material possessions, health, income, education, career, and household. Air signs are the swords, and they are Libra, Aquarius, and Gemini. And they are all about communication, being intellectual or intelligent, uh, being critical, analytical, truth, and judgment. Now, the fire signs are the wands, which are Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. They represent passion, energy, fire, temper, aggression, drama, adventure, and risk. And lastly, the water signs are the cups, and they are Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. They are emotions feelings, love, intuition, sensitivity, moodiness, and being poetic. You can use this so when you're doing a reading and say you pull a lot of pentacles, for instance, you can tell in this instance that the person you're reading is either probably an earth sign, which is Capricorn, Taurus, or Virgo, or the matter to do with the reading is going to be about physical, material possessions, health, income, education, career, or things to do with household. Kind of gives you an idea of what the theme is going to be, right? That's the whole point of having the different elements and the signs that fit underneath them. All right, guys, just a quick little intro, a lot of information if you're starting out. Um but a lot of good information that I think is important. So you'll notice in the beginning, a lot of people read with the Rider Waite, the Robin Wood or the Morgan Greer decks. 
and um, there's some really good books that actually speak to these authors who are kind of known as the main ones, like the originals. There's other books with other meanings behind the cards, but these are the main ones, along with the Toth Tarot, which is a little bit more advanced than I wouldn't get into right away. And I would get a Toth Tarot book made just for that. But there's a great book by Anthony Lewis, a Complete Book of Tarot. And it was it has the Rider Waite, Robin Wood, and Morgan Greer, and the Toth explanations all in the book as well as all the astrological associations, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But another great book by Anthony Lewis is Tarot, Plain and Simple. And it is good to have anyways as an extra because it gives you even more symbolism that you can learn off of. But that would be the ones that I recommend is Tarot, Plain and Simple and Complete Book of Tarot by Anthony Lewis. All right, guys. I will talk to you again soon. Bye.